Good morning and welcome to today's oil market update with Callum McPherson. How are you doing today, Callum? Very good. Yourself? Yeah, really good. Thank you. Uh, last week, we talked about the possibility of Brent breaking $70 per barrel. This did actually happen last week, but not for very long. Can you tell us a bit more about this? Well, Brent reached a high of 70 uh, around $70, $30 per barrel last Tuesday, um, but, but it only stayed over 70 for for a couple of hours. Uh, and, and really, the market was upset by um, risk aversion in other asset classes. So we saw declines in equity markets, uh, for example, and also news of uh, progress in uh, talks with Iran. Uh, and and, uh, and in, indeed, we've got uh, further talks uh, going on, going ahead uh, tomorrow. So how much progress has been made uh, in the talks with Iran and when might crude might come back to the market? Well, it appears there was some good progress made last week. Uh, certainly, the Iranians seemed confident about uh, discussions, but also the EU negotiator sounded uh, pretty optimistic. So it does seem to be uh, some genuine development. Um, and there will be further talks, as, as mentioned, tomorrow uh, aim, aimed at uh, ironing out some of the remaining details. Uh, and those include um, exactly which sanctions the US is prepared to lift, uh, how to deal with the knowledge that Iran is required during the time that it was not in full compliance, because if you remember, after Trump uh, imposed the sanctions, the Iranians uh, increased the level of, of enrichment uh, beyond what, what, what was permissible under the old deal. Um, also, the Iranians are insisting that it will only come back into compliance with the nuclear deal once the US has lifted sanctions, whereas the uh, Americans want uh, the uh, Iran to, to come into compliance before lifting the sanctions. Um, and then there's also the um, issue of the expiry of the current monitoring deal, um, which was extended on a temporary basis with the International Atomic Energy Authority. Um, and that, I think, has is either about to expire or may already just have uh, that may already just have happened. So, so there's there's still quite some stuff to work through. Okay, and let's assume these issues are resolved at this week's meeting. How quickly could Iranian crude then flow back into the market? Well, I think it'll certainly not be immediate. Um, it, it'll take some time for the sanctions to be un unwound. And uh, companies that are involved in the shipping, refining, uh, in, in insurance of, of uh, future exports from, from Iran uh, are going to be cautious about restarting business uh, because there's, there's a, a wide array of sanctions uh, that have been built up against Iran ever since the uh, Iranian revolution. And it'll only be some portion of these that, that, will, that will be removed so that, that there will probably be some time needed to work out exactly what the implications of those are, because people are always at risk, that the, the people are always concerned about the risk of being caught out by sanctions that that, uh, uh, that they haven't perhaps fully fully understand, understood the implications of. So there'll definitely be that sort of hesitancy. Um, there'll also be work required with the International Atomic Energy Agency to establish exactly what Iran has been doing. Uh, since it withdrew from full compliance, um, and then there may be hesitancy on the Iranian side to be fully transparent about that. So definitely, there are various things that could that could lead to it 
taking time before Iranian crude does flow back into the market. Um, the, the third quarter is being talked about as a possible sort of timeline for this. How might the market take this extra supply when it does arrive? Well, as we've talked in uh, previous discussions um, about the forecasts, particularly for the second half of this year from, for example, the International Energy Agency, um, they do suggest that uh, greater supply will be needed than is currently uh, planned for in, in OPEC's uh, schedule for increasing output. Uh, so, so, in other words, the Iranian crude may actually be, be pretty helpful to um, plug or offset what otherwise might have been um, a, a deficit, a widening deficit in the second half of this year. So, so I think uh, then in the medium term, this isn't necessarily a development that's going to undermine um, oil prices. Uh, but the problem is in the short term, it, it has damp and sentiment so that all those who were enthusiastically buying oil uh, on, on the hope that, that Brent was going to continue powering through 70 of course have, have been disappointed at, at least for now uh, because bro Brent has broken uh, out of quite a tight upward sloping trend channel that had been, been following since March. Um, it's also broken the 50 day moving average albeit not that decisively and uh, we now have the, uh, the 100 day Moving average to think around about it, which is around $63 per barrel compared to Brent uh, currently trading around 67 And if it were to fall further uh, into the low 60s, we've then got the levels from uh, or the lows from March and April this year around in the 60 to 61.50 area. So that, that would be the next level to look out for if it, is, if it does go lower. But of course, on the upside, we're still actually not that far away from 70 at the moment. Lovely. Thank you for the update, Kevin. Thanks, Toby.